It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you're indeed Locked On Magic. Today is November 20th, 2018. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode, we'll talk all about uh, the Magic's upcoming game against the Toronto Raptors. They'll play the Raptors tonight to close out their four-game homestand. And we'll chat a little bit about Nikola Vucevic, who is on a complete tear right now playing some very good basketball. Good enough to be named Eastern Conference Player of the Week, Magic's first award of that kind in several years, since 2014, if I'm not mistaken. So, a lot to get to on today's show, but before we do any of that, I want to remind you that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching on iTunes for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Looking to get a leg up on the Toronto Raptors? Locked On Raptors is your place to go. Sean Woodley does a great job covering that covering that team, and he is, uh, he is the president of the Terrence Ross fan club as well. I know a lot of us want memberships, and he's doling them out left and right. You can also check out the Locked On NBA podcast. Their new contributor, Trevor Booker, NBA veteran, providing his thoughts on the big stories around the NBA. You can get national perspective on the NBA from the Locked On NBA podcast and their hosts over on Locked On NBA. Just search on iTunes for Locked On NBA, just like you would search on iTunes for Locked On and the team you are looking for for your team every day on the Locked On Podcast Network. Monday brought a, a surprise, a, a bit of surprising, maybe not so surprising news, but a bit of surprising news uh, in the Orlando Magic getting a, a, a big award, some national recognition, something that the Magic have not had in really quite some time. Nikola Vucevic named the Eastern Conference Player of the Week for uh, the four games the Magic played. Three, they won three of those four games um, and got above 500, of course, for the first time uh, for the first time since opening night this year. And Nikola Vucevic was a big reason why. Averaged 27.8 points per game, 10.5 rebounds per game, 4 assists per game, shooting 58.1% from the floor, 47.1% from three. 
his play both on both ends, honestly, because his defense has also been really solid. You know, not racking up a lot of blocks, but challenging shots, doing a good job in pick and rolls, really playing like he did in December last year, honestly, when he was playing his best basketball, playing his best basketball of his career right now, right here, and just putting up points. Um, you know, I, I remember, you know, I, at my, my day job, I was cutting highlights of, of the Magic and um, Nikola Vucevic. It was tough to find Nikola Vucevic highlights because everything he does is just so solid and he just racks up points after points after points because he just does the right thing over and over and over again. Vucevic became the first Magic player to score 30 points in back-to-back games since Victor Oladipo did that in March 2015. He became the Magic's first Eastern Conference Player of the Week since Vucevic won it in March 2014 as well. This week, Vucevic scored uh, 36 points against the Los Angeles Lakers after scoring 30 points in the win over the Philadelphia 76ers, important part of both of those games, and against the Lakers especially. Did a good job working the inside out, uh, depending on the matchup, when JaVale McGee or Tyson Chandler were in. He popped out to the outside, made his jumper to stretch the floor. When they tried putting Kyle Kuzma on him, they fed him the ball, really force-fed him the ball, and he dominated the inside as well. So a lot to be proud of, a lot to be happy with when it comes to Nikola Vucevic uh, and and the way that he's played this past week. He has done a really good job and played really, really well and obviously um, uh, earned this accolade as Eastern Conference Player of the Week. For the Magic, of course, it, it, it's a big one because it feels like there's national recognition coming their way. I mean, I, I, I'll admit this. I was like this even when I was a kid, actually, when it came to the Magic. I, I think there is a bit of a neurosis to say to just be seen as an Orlando Magic fan. We're kind of tucked away in this corner in this relatively small market, not that small market anymore. Um, but especially the last few years, Orlando has just wanted some people to notice them. Um, you know, beating the Sixers in a marquee matchup with Jimmy Butler's first game back, that was a big moment for the Magic as, as, as a franchise and as a fandom in getting that kind of a win on a big stage. The Magic ruined Jimmy Butler's first game with the Sixers. Beating the Lakers on a big stage, uh, you know, anytime the Lakers plays, it play, it's a big stage with LeBron James, but thoroughly beating them the way they did by 13 points really should have been more was a, a, a big statement. And so now to get this recognition is furthering that statement. Orlando at 9-8 and eight is above 500, leading the Southeast Division as we enter the one-fifth mark of the season. We're nearing the quarter pole here. Um, and Orlando is playing really good basketball. It's hard not to notice them. There, there's definitely skeptics, and I think we're all a little cautiously optimistic and, and, and cautiously skeptical of this team and, and eventually where they're going to be um, because the history tells us that that they'll struggle when they hit those when they hit that rough patch, and that rough patch is probably starting Tuesday night. Um, to be perfectly honest, um, but there's still also plenty of reason to believe and, and plenty of reason to to think that this maybe this time it will last. Orlando is getting better every day, and while they're playing a little bit over their heads right now, um, and and winning, which no one should complain about. You take them where you can get them. You do what you can, uh, and when you're riding these hot streaks, you got to get every single win that you can get. Um. I think well. I think we do see a team that is making progress and taking steps. We'll see just how big and how far those steps are. I think really in the next three weeks, as as I've said numerous times, um, we'll we'll learn a whole lot. But for now, you know, Nikola Vucevic is, is playing at a really high level and, and and earned this this accolade, this opportunity, this uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, um, uh, a really strong 
week for Nikola Vucevic and, and thus a strong week for the Magic. Um, you know, he's been such an important part to this team. And, and I think that's really the big takeaway uh, from, from this award that, that was handed out on Monday. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to start this off by saying that none of the storylines and narratives about Nikola Vucevic really change. I mean, I, I think he is playing a whole lot better than he's played at any point in his career right now. Um, he's playing at a very, very high level. And, you know, like Steve Clifford has said, when we we had a lot of skepticism that, you know, Vucevic is a guy that's at the top of every scouting report because he's such a versatile player, such a, or not a versatile player, but a skilled player. He, he is someone you have to deal with and deal with effectively in order to beat the Magic. And right now, because his passing is so on point, because the Magic's offense runs so much through him and he makes such good decisions, he's not settling for jumpers, he's not t- looking for his own shot as much, he is keeping the ball moving wherever he has the ball, whether it's in the high post, whether it's in the low post, whether it's at the three-point line, he makes the right play. He becomes such a dangerous player. And again, we see that in the way that he's played so far this year. His full stat line, not just taking into account uh, this past week, Nikola Vucevic is averaging 20.4 points per game, 10.8 rebounds per game, and 3.6 assists per game. He's got a 59.3% effective field goal percentage, including shooting 45.2% from beyond the arc. Unlike last year, I think Vucevic is being much more selective about his three-point shot. Um, Like the Magic said they wanted to do, they're getting him in the post, it feels like, a whole lot more. And while he's not always posting up to score... He is getting what Clifford would call a paint touch, where he's the ball is going into the paint and forcing the defense to collapse a little bit to free up shooters or cutters around him. All that is super important, and Vucevic has done a good job as that fulcrum. But the storylines still don't really change. You know, I think we all sense that Bamba is still going to be the guy, and 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 there still will be some big decisions coming up ahead in in the next coming in the next few months when it comes to Nikola Vucevic. So there is certainly a lot still to discuss about him and a lot still on the line when it comes to Nikola Vucevic. But all the Magic can do now is play it out. And and, and, and obviously, they're going to let Vucevic lead this team. He is one of the three captains. He's one of the most important players on this team. And that's not going to change. Nor should it change, because the Magic need him out there right now. They need that presence from him. And of course, he'll continue to, to do whatever this team asks him to do, because he, he is a pretty selfless guy. But what I think is also interesting to watch, and, and it's been good to watch, is now that the Magic seem to have a system that, that really fits Vucevic well, now that it feels like Vucevic is playing defense at a high level. Maybe not elite level, maybe not, you know, blocking a ton of shots, but, you know, he's got 0.203 win shares per 48 minutes, by far the most in his career. 
He's got a 2.4 defensive box plus minus, according to basketball reference, uh, the best of his career. And really, his last three years have been pretty solid in that metric. He's doing a lot of really good things defensively. He is playing really well defensively, and that's made him that much more effective. Vucevic has had 30-10 games, 30-15 games over the last six years. But now he's doing it with defense. And so that makes it makes it feel like, at least, those games get that much more emphasis, that much more tension, that much more shine, so to speak. Vucevic is doing everything Magic fans have dreamed he could do for so long. And, you know, maybe it's a little bit of, oh, now that his contract's almost up, now that the Magic seem to be looking to move in a different direction, that, oh, you know, now, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, so to speak. For the record as well, Nikola Vucevic is playing a whole lot better defending the rim, or, or relatively defending the rim, giving up a 58.1% field goal percentage at the rim. Not a great number, um, but around what he's given up in the past. He's blocking more shots than ever at 1.1 blocks per game, um, but that's really not his game. That's really not, I think, how you measure whether Nikola Vucevic is playing good defense. It's his positioning. It's it's the way that teams are attacking him and, 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 the, and the pace that they play at when they do. It's, it's going to be hard to figure in the next two, three months, and really it's going to depend on what the team does, what happens with Nikola Vucevic. But we know that he has this kind of play in him, in this system. And we see that when he plays this way, when he plays at this level, he is incredibly difficult to stop. And that gives the Magic an advantage. We're going to get to all-star voting here soon. And yeah, you know, Nikola Vucevic won't win many all-star votes, but the coaches may finally recognize him. Certainly if the team continues to play well. That's, that's, that's first and foremost if we're going to talk about the all-star game in Charlotte. Now, Vucevic has earned all this. He's taken a lot of heat. He's, he's been a, a symbol of the Magic's you know, low ceiling and, and frankly ineptitude for a long time. It's not his fault. He's done literally everything the Magic asked of him. Sometimes he just physically can't do the things that they need him to do. And the roster hasn't been well-constructed to emphasize it. Now it seems like it has. Now it seems like he has a coach that really trusts him. And, and Vucevic has grown his game and, and done what he's always done. And gotten better every single year. That's important. But the Magic still have work to do, obviously. And Vucevic is part of that. He's got to be a little bit of a better rebounder. His raw rebounding numbers are fine, but he's given up, given up offensive rebounds. He's still got to be better defending at the rim. That's, that's definitely something that needs to continue to improve. And as we've seen in the past, Vucevic can dial it up defensively for stretches, and then it'll go away. I mean, even this year, uh, Vucevic took criticism and, and somewhat fairly took criticism for his poor pick-and-roll defense. That margin for error, that window for the Magic to win is still small. And yeah, when Vucevic plays this way, that margin for error gets a little bit bigger. 
But is this as mean? Is this his norm? Is Eastern Conference Player of the Week a norm for Nikola Vucevic? Probably not. Still, he has earned these accolades. He's earned this this respect, honestly, from Magic fans. And it's good to see it finally recognized. It's good to see Vucevic finally get kind of the kudos that he's earned, that he's deserved. Because he's playing extremely well. He's playing at an all-star level. The Magic have a few guys playing at an all-star level right now as they continue to surprise the league and win games. And if, you know, not to this extent, obviously, but if the Magic continue to do that, the Magic continue to play at this high level and build this confidence, others will begin to believe too. And obviously that's fairly important in the long run. Before we talk about the Toronto Raptors, um, I, I want to I let you know about a great service if you are into sports, gam- sports gambling. And, uh, you know, I'm not someone that likes to place bets on a, book, on a bookie. I've had some people try and say, hey, I'll bet you this, I'll bet you that on Twitter. And, you know, my response is always, I don't, I don't bet on Twitter. I don't, I don't, I don't gamble. It's not my job. It's not what I do. But, you know, if you want to do it, go, go do it. I provide the line for entertainment purposes and magic wands every day. Um, if you want to do it, you should do it. And the best place to do it is at my bookie. Remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, it is your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. You can lay down some cash and win big today. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, especially for football, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. I hope you bet the over on Patrick Mahomes on Monday. Just join now and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use the promo code ENTER LOCKED ON to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use the promo code ENTER LOCKED ON when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Orlando Magic will close out their four-game homestand Tuesday night against the Toronto Raptors. A really, really difficult test. Probably the most difficult test the Magic have faced all season. The Raptors at 13-4 and four have the best record in the Eastern Conference. Uh, most wins in the entire NBA at the moment. This is uh, a really good team, obviously. Um, a team with Kawhi Leonard at his, at the peak of his powers. A team with uh, you know Serge Ibaka playing at a high level. Kyle Lowry playing at a high level. They've got um, the ability to play a whole bunch of different lineups. Uh, and they're playing, they're a really good team, to be honest. Um, they are coming off a three-game losing streak. Um, they beat Chicago on Saturday at 122-83 to to break that three-game losing streak and get to 13-4. and um, So feeling much better about themselves after that. But 
they've had a little bit of struggle recently, which, which every team will go through, so it's not too crazy. But the bottom line is, this is one of the best teams in the entire league. Fourth in the league in offensive rating, 113.1 points per 100 possessions. Um, they are uh, seventh in the league in defensive rating at 105.4. Their net rating of plus 7.7 is the second best in the league. Again, I say I seem to say this everywhere when I talk about these advanced stats, and these aren't really advanced stats, but to talk about these stats... Net rating is usually a better predictor of where a team ranks than any other number. Seven points, even at this early stage of the season, the Raptors at plus 7.7, they are beating teams thoroughly and just tearing them apart. This is a team that passes well, has guys who can break you off the dribble, break you down off the dribble, plays defense at a high level, has multiple shot blockers and Jonas Valanciunas and Serge Ibaka. Have a lot of shooters in Danny Green, Kawhi Leonard can hit it, Kyle Lowry can hit it. Um, OG Ananobi has played really, really well too. They got a lot of experience. CJ Miles, great three-point shooter. They have a lot of experienced players who know how to beat you, uh, and they find the right guy. Nick Nurse has done a good job pulling all the strings early on the season. This is a team that feels like they know that their window is open and they need to take it now. Um, of course, a lot easier said than done. By the way, Magic so far on the year, are still 22nd in net rating at minus 2.1. They've been slowly climbing back up. They're no longer the worst team in the league, but um, I think it is fair to say that the Magic still have a little work to do and a long way to go. A win over the Raptors, of course, would be a big piece to that puzzle. Orlando's done a great job. You know, Orlando, I'm, I'm going to bring in a Northwestern reference here. Orlando kind of reminds me a little bit of, of Northwestern. And Pat Fitzgerald, um, the head coach at Northwestern, uh, used to always say, say, stats are for losers. Because... You know, and I think the magic in this case that it, it makes some sense to say that because um, the magic have played a lot of close games, and, and close games tend to be 50 50 propositions. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what that statistical profile says, it matters whether you won or lost the game. Uh, you know, Northwestern is known for winning a bit ugly. Um, you know, they don't, they don't win a lot of blowouts. They play a lot of close games. They'll get blown out by some of the bigger teams. Um, they won't in Indianapolis in a couple of weeks, by the way. Um, but They'll, they'll get blown out occasionally by, by some, some of the stronger teams, but for the most part, they play games tight, and that means their stats look a little ugly. They, they, don't, they don't have these runaway statistics that you know computer rankings and, and statistical models really, really like. And it feels like right now the Magic are kind of that way too. And obviously, they've had a huge turnaround, but they haven't had many wins by a lot of points. And I do realize I'm saying this as the Magic come off of two 10-point wins. Really, their first double-digit wins of the season were New York last Sunday, uh, and then these past two games against the Lakers and the Knicks as well. Washington, they had to fight. Um, you know, San Antonio, they had to fight toward the end, although they opened up a big lead. This is a Magic team that doesn't have a lot of experience with big leads, with um, with a whole lot of opportunity like that. And so the Magic certainly have their work cut out for them once again, playing a difficult Toronto Raptors team, playing a team that is playing at a high level, that can, that can play at a high level when they want to. And they, for the large part, they've wanted to this year. Um, coming off overtime loss to the Celtics on Friday, then a blowout win over the Bulls on Saturday on the road. Um, you know, it's an odd road trip that looked like the Raptors took some photos from Universal yesterday. Um, so they had their fun, um, but we'll see if they are ready to go. And they, they should be. Why wouldn't they? It's a battle of division leaders after all. Um, this is going to be a really tough test for the Magic. You know, they, they play really strong defense. T.J. Augustin is going to have his work cut out for him defending Kawhi Leonard. Um, I think that they like the Magic. They can spread the floor with Serge Ibaka going out to the three-point line. Um, so that'll take Nikola Vucevic away from the basket and make rebounding that much more important. 
Kawhi Leonard's going to get the call on Aaron Gordon, so Gordon might have a difficult time getting himself going. So, you know, this game's going to come down a lot to what, what Evan Fournier can do and honestly what DJ Augustin can do. I think everyone else we can kind of control for, but if Evan Fournier comes out and struggles, the Magic might struggle in this one. If DJ Augustin can't keep Kyle Lowry in front of him defensively or gets bullied around by Kyle Lowry too much, this could be a trouble game for the Magic. Um, it's it's a really interesting matchup. I don't think it's a great matchup for Orlando, but you know I've been proven wrong. I you know I think I think that that Orlando's played much better than I've expected, and so this is a game where Orlando's going to have to pay really close attention to detail, really stick to the game plan, and execute it well, um, and withstand some of the runs that they're going to face. Um, they've got to find a way to get consistent offense and keep things going. The Raptors bench I don't think is as good as it has been. It's got some good players though. It's it's it, they're deep they're a deep team, but Orlando definitely still has. Um, a lot of work to do, um, and and a win like a win against a team like the Raptors would be a very very good win for Orlando, especially as they get ready to head out on the road uh, for this West Coast road trip that is coming up starting on Friday. So the Orlando Magic taking on the Toronto Raptors at the Amway Center tip off at seven o'clock. Last home game for the Magic for a couple weeks at least for I think two almost two weeks now. Um, so definitely 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 if you're in the town want to check that out definitely do that. Um, Magic won't have a lot of home games before Christmas, um, so this this really difficult part of the schedule, getting ready to tip off, and, and we'll really find out who this Magic team is over the next three weeks. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Find the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic, and subscribe to the podcast on on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. Just search for Locked on Magic. You can also find the Locked On Podcast Network by searching for Locked On and the team you're looking for or Locked On NBA or Locked On Fantasy Basketball. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening. We'll have a complete recap of the Magic's game against the Toronto Raptors on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily, this has been Philip Rossenreich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.